The button has been pressed. We're recording now. Yes. Brandon Chalmers. Uh, Sir! So we did not break our cold opening record last week. Uh, since it took Stand us a while to... Start. Why? <laughs> well, we, we went like 21-ish minutes. We didn't go like a full half hour like we thought we did just because like we started a little bit late. So, um, you know... It's it's uh it, we we still have not beaten our cold opening record. I am sad to say, Brandon Chalmers. Uh, I have I have camera news. I didn't expect to have awesome. more camera news. Awesome. Um, so, uh, Canon, Sony, Olympus, Panasonic have all come out with webcam software for their cameras because people have these cameras and, they, and, and webcams are sold out everywhere. And so they're like, well, fuck right. it. Let's get people using their expensive, fancy, interchangeable lens cameras to do the live streaming. Nikon has finally joined the 21st century and has have come out with a beta software for their cameras to use their cameras as webcams. Now, Brandon Chalmers, ask me a question. Ask me if I'm using my Nikon camera as a webcam at this very moment. Hey, Jamie Gucci, you like cameras, and to I do. the best of my understanding, you own a Nikon. I do. Are you using that Nikon camera for I all of your not. streaming purposes? I am not what? at all. I am not. So I I have a fifty six hundred, which is a APS-C camera. No. 5100, which is an APS-C camera, and a, 7, a D750, uh, which is a full frame. Um, uh, both of them have video recording capability. In fact, uh, when I started my YouTube channel, my drawing channel, I was recording videos on my 5100, even though it's APS-C, smaller sensor. Um, and I have the ability to record video on the 750. Uh, guess which cameras are not compatible with the software? <laughs> So, uh, the one you shouldn't be using. <laughs> yeah. So I I have cameras uh, in the Nikon system that are not compatible with the the streaming software, and I'm just like, why, why, <laughs> why? I can control both I, of them I remotely. Don't know, Jamie, <laughs> they fix my camera. I don't even care anymore. I I don't even know where my camera is to bitch about. <laughs> Hang on, wait, where it is. Why, Jamie? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Tell why. me. Do me I a favor. Tell me why. I don't know why. Does it, your like yours has full Wi-Fi, fucking right? in sync, huh? Yours uh, has yeah, Wi-Fi. it has Wi-Fi, but like real shitty Wi-Fi. Oh. Yeah. 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 Like like Windows ninety eight Wi-Fi. Like oh girl. Mm. Yeah. That that real questionable ass Wi-Fi. Now, admittedly, they do have an app. That lets me use my camera remotely, so I can see what is on my camera on my phone and okay. take a photo, which is nice. Okay. Yeah. So it does have that ability, but for some reason they can't seem to gather the idea that I would want to do that with video. <sighs> Just leave it on. God, I and and your like, camera isn't. I mean, your camera is new-ish. It's it's not like it's an ancient piece of gear from the '90s. It's like from yeah, I think I bought it like 20... maybe two years ago. 
Yeah. So it's it's like it's a current. So twenty eighteen. It's still supported. Yeah. So like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck, Olympus? I I don't know because to the best of my understanding, you can buy one of these brand new, and if I'm not mistaken, it's still like four hundred and sixty dollars. Like I think it came down a little bit, but yeah, it's still relatively decent priced like it ain't ipad money but for fuck's sake man like yeah it, it does one thing it takes yeah. photos like <laughs> i bought it to take photos and it's take, gorgeous take like, don't get me wrong yeah like it's it's cool and it's old school looking it's got a great fucking feel and like i love it and i did have to get like little additional like mount pieces so this way the thing juts out, so it's got a better feel, and I've been switching yeah, lenses, yeah. and like, I, I tried to get really into it, and be like, this is a cool camera that reminds me of a camera that is easily 30 years its junior in looks, but with all the new tech, and is it as nice as some of the others? Absolutely not, but I don't pretend like it is, but I think <laughs> that it should be able to reasonably mimic-ish the features of the camera on my goddamn phone. I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah. Like, literally, Olympus, you do one thing. <laughs> yeah. And all I'm asking you to do is just continuously do that thing. <laughs> just longer. Yeah. Keep, keep it on. Let me, let me use your camera. Because you, you, you can monitor your camera's image live. So why can't you take Wait. that feed and dump it into a video? Why can't I plug a lightning cable from my phone into my laptop and hard stream it that way? Why yeah, can't I connect the Wi-Fi from my camera to my laptop and be able to stream that across? I can send photos from my camera to my laptop directly. Why mm -hmm. am I not able to just have that interface? Wait, it's a, Jamie, it's is it because a, the technology is not available? Like, <laughs> is, is it because no one <laughs> in the camera market has been able to figure out how to stream? No, that's not it. Maybe it's because <laughs> Olympus are a bunch of lazy fucks and don't want to get their shit together. I, I also blame Apple because um, you used to be able to plug in yeah, but this cameras. isn't a PC problem. Well, that's true. Like, I love to blame Apple and their Apple tax and their unnecessarily expensive stuff and the overcomplicated process and yada, yada, yada. I got a yeah, PC yeah. laptop. If you're arguing with me that, like, hey, you need to grab your PC laptop, fine. Fine. Will it work? Will it work? Will the PC recognize no. it as a, as a no. webcam? No, no. That's fucking weird. No. I, I, don't understand. I don't understand. It should just fucking work. I used to... So I have an old, old, old-ass, like... Um, digital film not a, it's not a film camera but it's like it used digital tape to record stuff i don't know what yeah. you call that it's a video camera and i used to be able to plug directly into my laptop through firewire and record directly into um to to quicktime or directly into adobe premiere or final cut pro because it recognized the the camera as a camera and for some reason you know like the, it recognized the video camera as a camera, but for some reason it won't recognize this thing as a, as a camera. You, and that makes no fucking sense to me. <laughs> do you remember being a kid walking through the mall, right? And you walk, you walk past Radio Shack and you see Aww. the big shoulder mount jobby cameras and everything else like that. Yeah. And there was a simple cable, simple set of cables that 
plugged into the side of the camera. Yeah. Went from there directly into a VCR yeah. and just showed the image. Yeah. So what you're telling me is somehow we've come through the age of the DVD, the laser disc, the HD DVD, the Blu-ray, multiple video game systems, the most powerful computing capability that we've ever had in the history of mankind, and I can't get this fucking overpriced hunk of metal to do the same thing a goddamn can like Sony Handycam can do? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, like, that's the other I'm not that's asking. the other fucking bullshit. Like I did have a small ass Handycam and it won't be it can't be recognized as a webcam anymore. I don't understand what's going on. Some somewhere along the oh, line Oh, I know what's going on with that. They want you to buy a new one. Right, but somewhere along the line the the either the com the the computer software shut off that thing or the camera people shut off that that connection and none the twain meet should meet even though people have been using DSLRs for film forever now like I I don't get it I don't fucking get it well no, I get it buy the new buy the new camera right 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 yeah yeah because they're yeah. not they're not fettered objects. It's not an old classic car. It's an appliance. It's a microwave. Sure. They don't view this any different than they do a microwave. It's yeah. not anything to be coveted anymore. It's not anything to be worked on or repaired or restored. It doesn't work that. Yeah, there's the difference in between Olympus and Leica. That's true. <laughs> That's although, it. Although I don't think you can use Leica as a webcam. But goddamn, no, I don't goddamn, either. Goddamn, would that be gorgeous? But, oh, but but that's the point, though. Is you're going to there are people who are going to take a classic Leica and restore it. They're going to restore the lenses. They're going to take the time. They're going to repair it. They're going to hold it as a an amazing piece of tech. And it's not going to be based on a financial obligation or yeah. lack thereof of available finances. It's going to be, this was a quality piece of equipment that someone spent a lot of time and love assembling, machining, putting together and genuinely crafting so that you yeah. can go out and enjoy it as the highest quality, as the best of the best. Oh. And you can walk away going, fuck that thing is nice it was yeah. silly expensive god <laughs> that thing is nice and i love the idea of you being able to take a camera and look at it the same way you'd look at a classic car where you go it's a little off and it's hard to find parts sometimes and it's not the most reliable the fuck is that thing good looking and when it's good and it's running good and you're getting moving and the sound and the experience and the windows are down and you get oh. that you know you you fire up the radio and you've got like the underdash so it looks like the real radio but it's not really and fog hats <laughs> blasting through the fucking speakers you're like motherfucking slow ride that's what i'm talking about and you go pull it up next to somebody in a hyundai which is a fine automobile Crafted well, reliable, and a great bit of transportation. It ain't the fucking same. The Hyundai is not something that someone 30 years down the line is going to be restoring. They may take care of it. They may make sure that it runs properly. They may try and get a million miles on it. Good for them. Yeah. But it's not looked at the same way as an old... You should not be looking at an El Camino 
<laughs> as a fetid object. Like it shouldn't, <laughs> it shouldn't be yearning for like, well, I want a truck, right? But I want a, I want like a sports car and I want to have them like, like, you know, like Reese cup together, but like low. And then like, got to put some goddamn craters on that thing. Cause it's going, it's going to boot and scoot. You know what I mean? Boot and then and I'm going to put the four bailer <laughs> on it. Right. And I'm going to pull the wipers off. Cause I'm going to pull the wiper mounts. I'm going to put nitrous nozzles in because NOS is live. Right. And so <laughs> I'm at the bottom mount in the back. So, you know, I fuck, right. You pull up on me and you start <laughs> leaning out the passenger seat and you're like, Shit, is that an actress bottle? I'm going to paint it like bright orange so you're going to see me coming, right? <laughs> and I'm going to pull up to you. And it's going to be chugging. You, you're going to question whether or not it's going to run. Like, you know once it runs, it runs. But you wonder <laughs> whether or not it's going to run. Like, it runs. <laughs> no, one, no one thinks that way about their fucking iPhone. Yeah. And it yeah. makes me goddamn sad. Yeah, because because they the Apple has closed off their hardware. They don't want you to tinker with it. They don't want you to mod it. They don't want you to upgrade it. They don't want you to do anything because right. you are too stupid in their estimation. But no. You are too stupid no. to do that. That's that's the hot rod mentality. The Ford and Chevy and all of them. They did this shit. like god damn it. So I've been listening to um what the fuck is it? Um there's a YouTube channel called Donut Media. And <sighs> They do a lot of car-related content, and they're a ton of fucking fun. And they've been doing a podcast where they talk about old racing lore and, uh, you know, men and women from the past and racing and what have you. And they talked about this guy, Smokey Eunuch. And this guy Smokey was fucking Eunuch? wild. <laughs> yeah. So the guy was a fighter, uh, a fighter bomber pilot or whatever it is, right? Gets pulled out of the war, restationed, outside of india manages to use military equipment to create a import export business where he's burning the mail going from india into china and then taking all of the jewels and all sorts of shit that all the smugglers are using and flying them over so before he got moved back to germany before he asked for his removal from the military dude had pocketed one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. he was 19 he never graduated high school right the guy then decides to go back to Daytona, Florida, right? Becomes, wants to become a race car driver, falls in love. By the way, the autobiography he wrote was written by his wife, dictated by him while he was on his deathbed, right? The first 80 pages of his like 300 page autobiography are about how many women he fucked. Like, <laughs> and I could not imagine sitting down and on my deathbed going, honey, I'd really like the last thing we do together to, to dictate my life if you would. So <laughs> let's talk about how when I was in Daytona, Florida, right? And we were running and I, it's when I first started doing IndyCar, right? And we had the drivers and they were drunk as hell. And there used to be a bus that would go back and forth in between the strip clubs. And there was like a trailer park with like a bunch of like prostitutes and stuff like that. And the guy that would go <laughs> back and forth had like an old, he was an old bomber too. And he had like a big stamp. And it was a banana stamp, and he stamped the side of his bus. And it was called the banana bus for obvious reasons. And I swear to God, I tell you right now, I would genuinely get up out of this hospital bed and walk across broken whiskey bottles to get a sniff of that goddamn bus. And I could not direct fucking quote. And I could not comprehend the idea of this man dictating this to his wife and his wife tapping away at the fucking typewriter 
because you got it, honey. This is her <laughs> in like '77. So like she is like full palm malls in, like nine packs in, just tapping away about how he handled everything. But this guy was rad because he learned. He was the one who basically helped make NASCAR popular. So he would cheat, and one of his favorite things to do was the way that the NASCAR rule book worked is they would write a bunch of rules and he would assume that if they didn't write it in there, it was legal. So like, for example, you could only have a 20, I think it's 23 gallon gas tank. All the cars had the same gas tank. So he was like, well, no problem. Okay. I got the gas tank. The way he would solve this problem is they'd fill the tanks with 23 gallons and they would all agree, yeah, it's as close to 23 gallons. It's legitimate. So what he would do is he would deflate a basketball, stuff it inside the gas tank, reinflate the basketball, and then fill the tank and realize that he could get another five gallons of gas once he deflated the fucking basketball <laughs> and then pour the, pour the contents in. And then to solve the other problem, he would run like 11 feet of fuel hose. So once they caught him doing this in the first thing with the basketball thing and they made him disconnect the tank right there he drove the car without a gas tank back to the fucking garage because he had enough fuel in the lines that he was able to literally walk away and go can't believe you guys are trying to pull this bullshit on me and start the car without a gas tank like that's fucking legendary like i love that shit so anyway you owe it to yourself to check out their podcast it's called past gas and <laughs> That's it awesome. talks about the old argument of like, and I've talked about this before where they did the Ford versus Ferrari movie. They go into it at length and talk about it. They talk about Carol Shelby. They talk about all of the first guy to break in, the first uh, black guy to break into NASCAR and how he was treated and how he used guys like Smokey Eunuch to also get his way around so that old redneck shitheads were losing to him. So he'd literally go into these Southern towns and have to basically be told he wasn't allowed to sleep in a hotel. He wasn't allowed to eat in the restaurant, but he could beat the shit out of everybody on Sundays. So we oh, get this yeah. nice little like dig of like, fine, I'm not good enough for you. You're not good enough for me. Chase. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Super good. Apple yeah. but does anyway, not want you to do that. Yeah. Apple doesn't want you right, to hot this, rod their machines. Apple doesn't want you to hot rod their phones. If, if Apple made a, you, a camera, they wouldn't want you to hot rod that shit at all. PCs don't give where, a shit. Where, where are the smoky Unix of Apple? Like, where, where's the smoky Linux? Where's the smoky? smoky I Linux. need the smoky Linux. I, I need. <laughs> there, there are dudes. There are dudes who make hackintoshes. The there are dudes who make hackintoshes where they, like, they've, they will take like. Uh, tablet machines and convert them into Hackintoshes. So they'll like put PC hardware, do all this stuff, and then put Mac OS on it because they, they prefer Mac OS. So that's as close as you can get. But like you can't, right. it's, it's very difficult to buy a stock Apple product and hot rod that shit. Like if you wanted to change the camera in your laptop, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Because everything is like hardwired into the motherboard, so like you'd have to un, you'd have to re take everything out and then put it back together and hope that the motherboard still works. And nine times out of ten, it won't. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Because like they believe you are too stupid to do that shit, and they well, don't no, want that's, you to break. I don't it. think that's the case. I don't think that's the case at all. 
I think they want to make sure that you have to buy another one because again, it's an appliance. Mm. You don't buy a tower and then decide later on that, oh, well, you know, uh, my video card needs replacement. The hard drives need to be replaced, from, you know, from standard to solid state. There, there's a number of things you can slowly upgrade. You're hot rotting at that point. You bought yeah. a PC. Yeah. And you decided this is what you needed at this time. And then, like every fucking car guy, it was not, it wasn't fast enough. Yeah. You were like, yeah. Well, it can do this. Well, why can't it do this? Well, it needs this. Well, shit. And you (laughs) pop the sides of those cases off, and you knew you were getting into serious trouble the first time you went from having to actually undo the case with a screwdriver to having them quick releases. The second you got hood pins for your for your your PC, yeah, that was it. Like you popped that side off, and all of a sudden you were like, "All right, cool." So I got a liquid cooled system. I got a ton <laughs> of fans in here. There's LEDs everywhere, right? Yeah. And when I open it, it, it plays like I, I don't know for Elise or something like that. Like you know, <laughs> I like a little ambiance music when I'm tinkering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. if we if we ever get to the point, if this, and I'm talking like. If we're still doing this in 10 years, if we get to the point where like people are paying attention to the podcast in any shape or form and we end up starting building like PCs just so we can stream better and have better visuals, I will, I will consider that as the day that we have made it. <laughs> and then we end the podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've managed to raise enough money to build a PC to create the best streaming service I possibly can. Yeah. Fuck you all. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder, like, there, there are an, a, a handful of podcasts that I, that I listen to that actually broadcast on, on Twitch and shit, like the, the Destiny Community Podcast. All of those, those guys uh, are all, they're all streamers. Uh, actually, one of the guys that you used to beat in SRL is one of their streamers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they all have, like, kitted out rigs and stuff. And I'm like, man. We could do that if we had fuck you money. <laughs> but right. we no, don't. If we had fuck you money. Also, the idea of guys who play a video game and do a podcast about playing a video game where all you do is find and upgrade loot, have really kitted out PC. Jamie, <laughs> I don't understand why. It doesn't make any sense. It's not like they set the precedent of doing that sort of behavior before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, well, the only other camera thing I have is that um, Apple announced a new iMac. Do they still call them iMacs? The 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 sure the I, desktops, I assume so. Whatever. I, uh, I I assume until they call it an iPad stand, yeah. um, it, it's it's still an iMac. They finally upgraded the potato camera. So the camera that you're using is the same iSight camera that has been in in Mac computers since I got divorced in like. 20 shit when did i get divorced like 2011 or something like 2012 like where the fuck sense. like yeah. they have not changed they the eyesight camera developed the a, new, a new camera yeah they haven't done shit with this camera like the the well i'm pointing to my my macbook but all of the macbooks the the hot end the hot shit end macbook the low end macbook the macbook with the touch bar that somehow doesn't have a theremin built in to the app which is a fucking travesty. Like, if that thing, you you know how all PCs ship with 
with like Solitaire or Minesweeper, if that thing yeah. shipped with a theremin built in, you hit the F9 key and you go, yeah. Yeah. Or how, like, how is it you can't just immediately play the Star Trek theme? Yeah. Or, or at the Beach Boys. Yeah. Because it's all of their fucking OSs are California themed. How come you don't have a built in theremin so you can play good vibrations on your fucking touch bar? Anyway. Because you don't want an operating system that may be a loose reference to Charles Manson. That's why. Anyway. Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, I get ready for those real pet sounds. So, so the, I'm, the iMac and the, uh, and the, and the I, what the fuck do we call it? The, the laptops. The laptop and the desktop have not upgraded their camera since forever ago. Meanwhile, their iPads and their iPhones have these new hot shit cameras that are fucking smaller than the eyesight doing things like yeah. automatic bokeh and like putting in lights where lights don't exist and like taking different parts of your frame and putting that in focus and then hyper focus and then like blocking out everything so it looks like you have like a one spotlight set. Like this fucking camera has more bits and bobs than that fucking camera, and this fucking computer can run Photoshop, and this can't do any of that. This thing can barely, like, I bet it could run ass. Photoshop. Well, I bet I mean, it could run Photoshop. This, you want to fucking play point, around? At this point, I bet it can run iPhone, Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. It I, can't I, run ZBrush. Yeah. It can't run ZBrush. It can't run Maya, but that's about it. Like, it can do everything else. Like, the fucking the iPad can do pretty much everything except run Maya and do Arnold renders and do ZBrush sculpting. But other than that, and they have cameras that, that, that look like this, that fucking look like this. Meanwhile, you're stuck on a machine that's more expensive than most of this gear, and you look like a potato because they haven't upgraded their eyesight camera hey. in, in, like, in, in ages. Brandon Chalmers, look, you know. Well, hang on. <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's be clear here. My potato resemblance has nothing to do with the camera and everything to do with my diet. Like, uh, Tim Apple is responsible for a lot of things, but the potato nature of my resemblance is not one of them, sir. I, no, not one I, of them. No, I, I, blame, I blame Tim Apple because you don't have a nice, like, F1.8 lens on you that's got that nice flattering, flattening effect and all that kind of shit. No, it's it's all I blame Tim Apple. I blame I blame him. I blame it all on the fucking Apple potato cam. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. I don't understand. Oh no, what's happening? Are we having technical difficulties? Yeah, we're having technical difficulties. I cannot hear you at the moment. My Bluetooth headphones apparently died. So, which would you oh, like no. to do? Would you like to vamp for a minute so that I can go find other ones or what? Yeah, go ahead. Or can you hear I'll, me okay? I, I can hear you okay. Is there an echo? I don't hear an echo. Okay, we're going to assume there's not an echo for a second, and, and we will hang tight here. Jamie, are you wearing a United States Postal Service? Because I am. Do you, I are, am. Jamie, are you in, in, in genuine protest on one and two, supporting our actual boys in blue? Are you yes. protecting the blue lives? Is that what yes. you're doing right now? Yes. If you are an independent illustrator, if you are a cartoonist, it means you are an entrepreneur. And if you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner, you depend on the United States Postal Service. And, and for some reason, the party 
that says they believe in small business and is doing everything to support small businesses is saying nothing about the destruction of the postal service from within. So much like early 2000s web cartoonists, when I discovered that the USPS had a merch store, I started buying merch. Audrey gets stamps, I got a shirt, I got a little thing. They had these postcard sized mail things where you can make like 3D puzzles. I got a, a like a dinosaur skeleton That's that you cute. can put together. And like um they have this like for for the ladies, they have this mid cutoff long sleeve shirt, which is actually really well designed and looks pretty fucking hot. Um they also have a, a mascot called like Mr. Zip, and it's this cartoony like mailman running. Um, cool. So they, they've got cars. If you want like your own mail truck, you can get a little mail truck. You can get like a little postal van. You can get like, a, they got trains. They got postal trains. Like whatever I can do to help support the cause because we need the post office. Yeah. Just full fucking stop. Like, and the thing that pisses me off is that like the, the people who need to vote by mail to stay safe are, are old ass white people who support 45 anyway. And by, by this happening, he's, he's cutting them off from the vote, which is so stupid. <laughs> like, first of all, you're killing them by telling them that the, the Rona was a hoax. And by now they don't wear masks anyway. So they're going out into the wild, getting each other sick. And now they can't vote by mail because you're killing the post. Like, do you understand how voting works? You need people to be alive to vote for your dumb racist ass. And if they are dead, they cannot vote for your dumb, ignorant, racist motherfucking ass. You say that, except I'm betting there's a lot of conversation about trusting procrastination that a lot of people are going to be like, fuck, I forgot to vote by mail. And then hearing the statement, oh, Biden's going to win. Everything's fine. Landslide this, landslide that, polling this, polling that. No, no. If you genuinely do not like our current president and you would like to vote, if you genuinely like our current president and would like to vote and Stop feel a little unsure about... <laughs> I, no, hey, look, I, I am in support of voting. Yeah. First and foremost, we can have cultural and context debates about politicians and, and topics and what have you. And that is totally fine. I think it is important, <laughs> Jamie, to bridge the gap of saying that I genuinely disagree with the policies and procedures that have been placed before me, but I am most importantly in support of your right to vote for the person that you like. And yes. that has to be true across the board. And I yes. think it's important to not change those things and remove the the ability for you to comfortably vote given that we are in a pandemic yeah like it i don't understand why they aren't trying to expand vote by mail because because they because a lot of people have been trying to limit voting in general and depending so on the district that you're in that will either help or hurt you if you are yeah. in a traditionally and that goes both ways i've seen here in maryland if you are in a traditionally democratic area they limit the polling places that are available and the majority of voters who are willing to go in these certain areas are democrat in other parts of the country it goes the other way it is not yeah. fair across the board and therefore it is why i am such a stickler about the idea of being able to vote you should have yeah. the ability 
to go out. I think that they should need to open up more early voting places when oh, yeah. early voting in person was a much more acceptable thing to do. So yeah. Yeah. I don't mind losing as far as my perspective so long as people had the ability to participate. Yeah. Like, and it, it just, it just if, sets I'm a, wrong, if I'm not voted, fine. Right. At least I know that I got outvoted because a larger majority of people got inspired by their candidate, went, fuck it, I want that person. Good, yeah. cool, fine. Yeah. I'll fight yeah. about it on the back end, but good for you for participating. I'm yeah. happy you did so. Yeah, for sure. Each, every party, both parties need to work to make voting accessible and easy to do. And the fact that you have one in particular who is very concerned about getting the least number of people to vote indicates that your ideas are wrong and you know your ideas suck. Because if you had the courage and conviction of your ideas, then you would want to put them to a test of the people. And if you believe that your ideas were the best for the people, you would also believe that a majority of the people would be supportive of your fucked up ideas. So you would want more people to vote. So, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and the fact that there's so many, like, as soon as the Voting Rights Act, you know, was struck down, people were like, oh, well, let's restrict this. Let's restrict this. Let's, let's make, like, Georgia have, or Arkansas have, like, one polling place for all of these black people so that there is, like, eight-hour lines. And it's just, then you know your shit. Then you know your ideas are bullshit. Then you know you're wrong. Then you know you're on the wrong side of history. If you, if you are working to suppress the vote, if you are working to make sure people don't go out and vote, then your ideas are bullshit and you know it and you're an evil sack of shit and you shouldn't be in politics. Fair enough. Hey, Jamie Noguchi, what's the record for our cold open? Uh, I think it was like 20 minutes or something like that. Awesome. Welcome to 33 minutes and 15 seconds Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome one and all to the fucking Do It Cast, part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. That means NOC is a nerds of color. Jamie Noguchi, hit him with the motherfucking website. The website is hardknockmedia.com. That's knock as an NOC, nerds of color. You can find many awesome and exciting podcasts. On the network, a lot of them deal with culture, a lot of them deal with entertainment, a lot of them deal with representation, a lot of them deal with important topics of the day in culture and representation, and then you scroll down to us and, and uh, we talk about cameras for like a half hour. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> talk about cameras and old weird NASCAR guys and voting rights. And That's voting what rights. you're here for. That's Running the gamut. Yeah. You know, Jamie, yeah. we really are kind of a podcast of the people. We hit all markets. In 33 <laughs> minutes, we managed to cover camera talk, call out Steve Apple, talk about classic NASCAR, and really be in support of voter rights. And I challenge any other podcast <laughs> to do the same thing in the same amount of time naturally. Good yeah. fucking luck stringing yeah. those things together. <laughs> so every week, uh, I try to find stories that are somewhat 
positive. Uh, we have breaking news. We're recording this on Tuesday. This afternoon, uh, Papa Joe announced his running mate, Kamala Harris. Yes. Uh, this is exciting for a number of reasons. Kamala is black and Asian and a woman and uh, will stomp the shit out of Mike Pence on October 7th when the two of them meet face to face or however they're going to do it for a debate. And I am here for all of that. Now, there are other aspects of Kamala's uh, tenure in politics that are not quite great especially in this era where um, police action is being heavily questioned. Um, I, I want to try to take the wins as they come. <laughs> so we, we will say hooray. <laughs> we will say hooray for now. I, and we will bookmark our calendars for that debate because it's going to be fire. She, it's going to be fire. She's qualified. She's very qualified and very capable and we'll do a fine job if she ends up having the ability to do so. I yeah, also yeah. disagree with some of the things and some of the policies that she has, but much like Joe Biden, when I was watching all of the Democratic primaries, I never hesitated about whether or not, if put in that position, would I vote for her? Yes, I would. So yeah. congratulations to her. Um, I, I, I tip my cap and uh, wish you the best of luck. That's awesome. I am especially impressed because uh, in that first debate, she bodied Biden. Like, she bodied him hard with that whole, like, yeah. the busing, the busing question. She was just like, yeah. I'm going to take it to the juggler. And then somehow from that high note, her campaign just went, Pfft. but like coming out strong, bodying him in the debate, I... October 7th is going to be our October surprise. I hope that's the October surprise that we're getting. Kamala just destroying Pence. I hope that's it and not some other weird yeah, bullshit that I, always I'm happens. I'm unclear. I like, I got to be honest with you. That, to me, feels like grandstanding at that point because I don't know anyone who is on the fence at that point and goes... You know what's going to decide it for me? That <laughs> vice presidential debate. The vice presidential debate, yeah. Well, the, the nice thing about the VP debate is that since no one gives a shit, they all, all holds are, all, all holds, holds are non-barred. They just go at it. They don't give a shit because no one, no one is going to make up their decision based on the VP debate. So it's, yeah, it's, not, I, I it's think, not, yeah. Right, but that's my issue though, is I worry that we're going to get so wrapped in, up in this concept of like, owning the other side that we're going to end up causing more problems than anything else. And I'm almost of the mindset that what we've been seeing recently is Joe not really doing a whole lot. And I got to be honest with you, it's working. Like the smartest thing they can do right now is go, Hey, so Kamala Harris is the vice presidential nominee. And she'll go, yep. See you at the, at the debate. And just hang out and, and just, then fuck off. Hey, are you doing press or anything else like that? No, I don't want to necessarily put anyone at risk. If you have a question for me, I'm happy to answer it. But I'm not going to worry about doing any events. I'm not going to worry about press or just like, just yeah. hang out and be like, yep, still in support of Joe because Jesus Christ, we could do worse. Here we go. <laughs> and like, fucking stay home. Stay home. Both but of you, I beg of you, stay home because we're going to get fatigued. 
We've yeah. got months left. Yeah. Like, you want to yeah. pop up in October? Cool. Fine. <laughs> like, let genuinely, let the vice presidential debate be the kickoff of their campaign. Because everyone else is going to be tired of hearing about it. But if Joe comes out, literally like big stretch in a bend where Joe's like, all right, here we go. Ah, sunglasses. Cool. All right. Do you see this lady? I'm still here. By the way, check out Barack. Things are still red. I'm going to turn this bad boy around. Somebody fire up the whirly bird. I'm going to go hit a few dingers off a helicopter. All right. Uncle Joe. Uncle Walks Joe. off into the fog. Bear, bear, and like, okay. Yeah, like full on John Cena theme. No questions. No questions whatsoever. Like, bum, bum, just. Bum, 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 bum. Right. Yeah. Because everything else is empty platitudes. And until yeah. we know whether or not they can actually pass anything through Congress, fuck it. I'm just happy to have somebody who's not going to actively try and make us embarrassed. Like, cool. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. Like, genuinely, the- if he treated every single press conference like the quickest race to an episode of CSI Miami, I'd be the <laughs> most excited person on the planet. Yeah. Like, just, hey, Joe. So- <laughs> What do you think of, I don't know, uh, Medicare? And just be like, sure is a great social program. Makes <laughs> me feel a little more antisocial. Yeah! I just <laughs> full on fucking just, like, just, Yeah, there's, we, we literally hire the guy who wrote the one-liners for that show to just <laughs> handle the full press conference. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> And that's all it is, is just literally his press conferences are a race to see who can get the best pun with a question. And then yeah. we fire up the who and he fucking disappears yeah. off into the fall. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing I'm looking forward to is, is Kamala Harris doing, doing something that I feel like the press has not done to this administration. And that is follow-up questions. <laughs> like when they say some dumb shit, having a follow-up and hammering it and hammering it and hammering. Like that Axios interview, we find out that Trump's kryptonite is follow-up questions. Right. Follow-up questions. And right. they haven't done, the, the press has failed to do this. The press pool, when they, when they do their thing and they ask him a question and they blow it off, the next person asking a question doesn't follow up and say like, hold on, sir, my colleague just asked you a simple question. Please answer it. Like they, they don't give a shit. And so what these debates will have is a a small, small insight into these people and they'll be able to ask and follow questions. No, that's my, that's my hope. That's my hope. No, 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 no. Here's the way I see it. We've learned that we cannot ask these people who we dislike personally, you and I follow up questions. But if I know that I can ask the other person follow up questions, now the only person I'm going to go after is the one I can get information out of. So this guy is literally basically doing an old Simpsons thing with like Mark McGuire. be like, Hey, do you guys want to talk about extraterrestrials? And you guys want to see me hit a couple of dingers? And everyone's like dingers. And he just (laughs) balls a few off and you're like, Fuck, that was wild. I can't believe he talked about China that way. And for some reason, he chimed in about Melania's breasts. But here we are. <laughs> Election. Hey, Kamala. Yeah? Hey, why don't we talk about... I, I, no, Alexa, shut the fuck up. You are not Kamala Harris. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. 
answer that. <sighs> I can't anyway. answer that. Alexa's <laughs> yeah, trying to get follow-up questions. <laughs> right, yeah, she's trying to get follow-up questions. Right, but like, imagine <laughs> being able to ask someone about the budget or about something that might actually require follow-up and being able to get it and have them be flustered and go, wait, uh, oh, okay, yeah, hang on. Oh, <laughs> wait, here's a, here's a list of questions right, that I want to ask. I think what it's going to end up doing is creating two sets of rules, one for competent Democrats on that ticket who are willing to actually speak speak and talk about facts and what have you and people who immediately shout fake news and aren't willing to have a conversation. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, it's already happened. That's, that's been happening for these past four years. Like Trump is right. Right. The press treat him different. They treat him with fucking kid gloves. They don't, they don't, they don't follow up on any of his dumb bullshit statements. They try, they like anytime they have spokespeople on like the press secretaries, any of them, they don't follow up. They just let them speak dumb bullshit yeah, and okay, like go okay. on to the next one. Right, but that's because he treats the press much like your cat treats this water bottle, right? <laughs> Mittens, don't you push that bottle. Mittens, don't you push that bottle. Mittens, I swear to God, if you push that bottle, you're in trouble. Mittens, you're in trouble. And Mittens just stares at you, turns around, shows you his asterisk, and then walks the fuck away. Why? Because he's a cat. Why? Because he's the president. <laughs> What the fuck are you going to do? What we, are you going to do? We take mittens when he tries to eat our food. We put him in our bedroom and close the door. <laughs> like, right. We put his ass on timeout. put the president in a timeout. You, ne- you, you can. can. You can. You can. You can put him on no. a timeout. You can. No, there, there's, a, there's a legal rule about that, Jamie. You can't. You yeah, roll up a newspaper and you hit him. <laughs> no. Bad for I'd like to go Bad on record 45. as saying Jamie Noguchi did not mean that you roll up and strike the president. Secret <laughs> Service. That is not what you heard. Just going to yeah. throw that out there. Not for any yeah. particular reason. Yeah. No. In this anecdotal version of Mars's president, definitely not the U.S. president, <laughs> you cannot roll up a newspaper and treat him like a schnauzer who shit on the rug. You can't. <laughs> it's not how it works. Yeah. It's well, just clearly. not. Clearly it's not. Clearly it's not. No, right. I, but that's, that's really my concern is until follow-up questions and just Sent and genuine instruction and facts and science, the love of everything holy. Jesus Christ, ironically, matters. It's two sets of rules. And until you're willing to do one of two things, challenge the press to ask them follow-up questions and do not answer and just say, I will not answer follow-up questions until you get the president to flat answer about what will happen when his payroll tax ends up rolling back Medicare and Medicaid and how are people going to get paid. Ask Mm -hmm. him specifically follow-up about that question and about whether or not the core of his voters will be negatively affected by their take-home pay and what will happen to their children who will then not have it because of the payroll tax. Until you are willing to ask the president this multiple times until he answers it, I am unequivocally unwilling to answer any questions. So I'm going to stand up here (laughs) and read Moby Dick because what I want to talk about is a big white whale that you can't seem to catch. So, yeah. Flip, yeah. I am Ahab and just struck down the- <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, yeah, use Ishmael, your time to cut, like, but, call me Ishmael. <laughs> yeah, just right out of the gate. And, yeah. hey, so I'll see you tomorrow. 
and where we'll pick up with the third paragraph of Moby Dick. We can do this for a while. Hold the book up and then yeah. walk away because yeah. until you're willing to basically hold them hostage to have equal treatment and call them out on it, which to the best of my understanding, being a bit of a dick has been a real problem for politicians who side with the Democratic Party. This is an issue. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. again, if you disagree with me politically, I absolutely respect a genuine dissenting conversation with you about the points. But I think we can all agree that politicians should be held accountable for what they say and what they do, and you should be forced to answer questions. If you are unable to answer them based on a lack of knowledge or facts, because you have not been briefed on the thing, because you don't feel confident, you might put your foot in your mouth, and you need to say, I need more information, I need to answer that, fine, Let me get back let's to you. all agree on a reasonable turnaround time, and when you are followed up about that, you should be able to answer it. You don't get away with this at your own job. Your boss doesn't come to you and go, hey, uh, Jamie, so heard you didn't end up getting that uh, the deadline done for that design. And you like pause a second and you go, fake news. I didn't get a design. Fake what are we talking yeah, about? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would get like, fired you, immediately. You would be, well, no, you'd get away with it once. Right. Because you'd be like, I didn't get anything. And they'd be like, well, Jesus Christ, did he get anything? Go, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the email. I didn't get anything. But after the second time you try and pull that silliness, they'd be like, stop it, you're fired. Yeah. And, and, and they've, been, they've been treating the administration with kitty gloves because it's like, oh, we need to maintain our access. We need to maintain our access. To fucking what? They haven't said anything factual or substantive or helpful in the past four fuck years. And you haven't gotten it through your thick fucking skull that it's not, it hasn't going to change. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. That Axios interview was amazing because all the guy did was hand him pieces of paper and ask follow-up questions. And we all saw no, that there was no, nothing no, behind it. No, 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 it wasn't amazing. Don't set the bar that fucking low. <laughs> Don't you do that shit. That's it what was I'm talking basic. about. It was basic. When we set the bar so low... That doing what you're being paid for is amazing, that is a goddamn problem. Yeah, that's true. Like, they, but they, if this guy knew more facts than the rest of this, if this guy had someone who he had as a, as a reference, if this guy managed to surprise Trump, if this guy got Trump to get up and walk out mid-interview, if this guy managed to get arrested for the things that he said, that would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah. following up with genuine facts and figures and holding a man who is blatantly lying to you about things accountable doesn't count. You are debating with your goddamn child. You are having the same conversation if you sat down and you said, Hazel, did you, did you do your homework? And she goes, yeah, of course I did my homework. Why wouldn't I do my homework? Well, the teacher reached out to me and they gave us your grades and they showed that you haven't been turning these things in. Well, hang on a second. Let's take a look at this here because reasonably I showed up for class. And if homework is how I'm really being judged here, then isn't that their shortcoming, not mine? Shouldn't they be able to do the job in the time allotted? How is that my fault? That's not my fault. They need to do a better job presenting the information to me. My retention yeah. is based on their ability to teach, not my ability to learn. They need to do a better job. Their job yeah. is to present to me. If I'm not getting it, they need to make sure I'm getting it. That's not on me. That's not my yeah. responsibility. You'd be like, 
the fuck are you talking about? This <laughs> yeah. is shapes and colors, motherfucker. Get your shit together. You got a job to do. Yeah. Fucking macaroni already ain't going to make its fucking self. Like, get your life together. I, you're right. You're right. It's been so bad that when you see it happen, you're like, oh, my God. The audio is frozen. Oh, well, it's not frozen on my side. Can you hear me? Whatever. That's fine. And it, you're, oh, okay. you're back now. No, but like, I, you're right. It's been such shit for the past four years that when you see someone actually doing their job in a basic way, it's amazing. And it shouldn't be. And like, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like the press has definitely not held up its end of the bargain. They have not told, they have not spoken truth to power. They haven't told, called out all this bullshit. And we are, we are poorer for it. As an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, sucks. And November is too far away. <laughs> it's not soon enough. <laughs> Your audio is cutting out something fierce, so I didn't catch what you just said. No, November is too far away. It's too far yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are going to be a lot of dead people from now until November, and it didn't have to be this way. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that, but I worry that we're just going to become numb to the numbers because it doesn't count as real unless it directly affects people. Yeah. Fucking name. And, and I don't want to lose enough people that it would have mm. to directly affect each individual voter. I mean, the numbers are pretty staggering as it is. Jesus. Right. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, do you want a less uh, depressing thing to talk about? Please. Uh, please. <laughs> the Wachowski sisters have come out. Uh, to tell, to tell the world that the Matrix was indeed a trans metaphor, a metaphor about being trans and uh, the trans experience. So apparently, and, and this is because I don't pay attention, but, um, oh no, what happened? I, I was hoping maybe stopping the video would help the audio. Are you good? Oh yeah, I, I see Nicole's drawing of herself. As the, Which is uh, interesting. I must, I must be logged in under her Zoom login. Anyway, <laughs> let's try this back up again. There um, we go. Okay. But the, um, the trans community has really taken to the Matrix since it came out. And they've, they've looked at the symbolism and, and, and a lot of them have been saying, this is, this is really an allegory about being trans. And finally, the Wachowskis have come out to say, yes, you were right the entire time. This is what we could, what we could accomplish in 98. But this is what it was about this entire time. And like some people have gone back to look at it. Like the very first words that you see on screen on the first matrix is trans something. And like that, the, the first thing you see on the screen, it's like that, that green code screen, like the, like uh, Neo screen. And the first word says trans something, something, something. So like all this time it's been right in front of our faces. Uh, the matrix is about being trans. Uh, the dysmorphia that Morpheus feels when he's going from the matrix to the real world to the, to the back to the matrix and all that kind of stuff is supposed to like um, make you feel like describe what it's, what it feels like to have dysmorphia. Is our connection still fucked? Uh, yeah, but it's okay. Well, I'm, oh. I'm trying to make it work here. <laughs> um, the character switch uh, was initially going to be, um, uh, let's see, I think she was going to be male presenting 
outside the matrix and female presenting in the matrix um, okay. or vice versa, uh, something like that. Um, there's a shot where Neo is talking about like, we have to go beyond everything. And the, the screen zooms in um, to like a matrix screen and the, the M and the F kind of zoom past you. So like you're going beyond gender. Um, agents, there's, there's a lot more that I, I don't remember, but these are the things that I remember off, off my head. Um, the fact that uh, Agent Smith keeps referring to uh, Mr. Anderson by his dead name, like, and, and emphasizes like Mr. Anderson instead of the name that he chose, chooses for himself as Neo. Okay. Um, that's an, that's right. another thing that the trans community picked up. And I was like, so uh, I have to go back and watch them now. I did not like the, the second two, but in a new Yeah, I was going to say... Does that mean the trilogy gets better somehow with more understanding? Or is the first one still really good and the others <laughs> are still really kind of weird? It might. I'm going to have to uh, find, okay. find somebody, to that, like an article that explains it all, and then go back and watch all three of them together to pick out all the, the different stuff. Because like, to see it at that level, I think that's pretty cool. And to, to, for, the, for the trans community to have that validated by the two directors. I think that's also kind of awesome. So yeah, it, I mean, well, hit, I mean, that makes sense inside. because the Wachowskis are, are both trans to the best of my yeah. understanding. Correct. Yep. So that would make sense that they ended up taking one of their most famous movies and just kind of using it as a way to explain how they feel like that. That feels yeah. right to me. Yeah. Um, so was, I, I thought that was a cool story. Uh, it was a little, Light in the darkness of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the great part is? Is there are probably quite a lot of really sweaty nerds who are going to be really uncomfortable with their Neo cosplays quite a few <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And I cannot wait to have people like me find that out and be like, <laughs> hey, so you know how you really, really like Neo? Remember how Keanu Reeves in the bullet time was like this shit? He'd be like, do I ever? It's super awesome. He'd be like, so, guess what? He'd be like, no! This is impossible at all! And yeah. just watch them have a goddamn meltdown and then start talking about stormtroopers and strong female-led Star Wars characters and how the most recent movies were awful. and just It's going to be a spiral yeah. of just yeah. really fragile male egos and... I'm going to need a lot of popcorn. A lot gonna, of popcorn. They're going to want their safe space where everything is made just for them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's going like, to be beautiful. Beautiful. Genuinely, my kingdom for someone who cosplays as Elsa and anytime one of these fragile fucks is walking around with their neckbeards and their fedoras, they just walk up behind them and just start throwing snow saying let it go as they just try and come to grips as somebody shows them photos of like Finn and Ray and Neo and just no no it's not for me anymore it's possible no be like sorry snowflake this is the best for you you have not to deal with possible. And just all of them basically end up shouting like Luke in Empire. Just, no, it's not possible. Yeah, true. <laughs> God, I love it. Oh, God damn it. Oh, oh. that's the best. 
I love it. I love it. Uh, Brandon Chalmers, upon yeah. what are you geeking this week? So I am geeking on something. There was something that went through the Art Fight Slack where they were talking about a, um, I think it was like a Kickstarter or GoFundMe or something like that for this really great um, notebook. And I'm a huge fan of notebooks. I love making notes and to-do lists and everything else like that. It is how I stay organized. And while I have been searching for employment and what have you, having notes at hand and basically getting up in the morning and forcing myself to be like, okay, here's my to-do list. Here are the things I need to get taken care of. Here are the people I need to follow up with, what have you. So this notebook was gorgeous, but it was also very large. But the premise of this notebook was that you would fold it out in front of your keyboard and it was narrow enough and long enough that you could basically be able to make notes at the base of your keyboard and it could kind of almost be like a wrist rest and uh. you could use it in turn like that. Now, here's the problem with that. They wanted, if you bought three of them, you got a discount of a dollar a pad, and the pads were $19 a piece. And, How many pages? Uh, I think like 50. It ain't a whole lot. Yeah. Anyway, so... I started looking at things, and my setup right now where I'm at, I use one of the old school Mac uh, keyboards, the little, little stubby jobs, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, my, my girlfriend uses the newer version of the smaller Apple keyboard. I don't need anything that big. So I started to look to see, like, okay, are there basically steno pads that use higher quality paper that use dots instead of lines or grids like a graph paper. So what yeah, I yeah. managed to find out is that Rhodia, who a lot of us have dealt with, who make really great products, um, make a steno pad that is an A5 size that laid out fits almost exactly to the size. So to give you an idea by comparison, here is the book and oh, yeah. here is the keyboard. So nice. you can get an idea of what it is. The other plus side is, is that it is double-sided, so you're able to utilize every page. And as someone who is left-handed, not having a margin makes it really great for making notes. The paper is super high quality, and I've managed to find them online for as low as $7 a, a, uh, a pad. They make an orange one, which I'll order next, which is like $11 a pad because I'm, I'm really picky and I like orange stuff, but that's just me. But um, Orange. Orange. Right. But in turn, just this simple thing of being able to go, okay, cool. So, you know, here's my to-do list for, for the day and just being able to go, okay, here's this, here's this. I can make quick sketches. I can make quick notes. I can make a flow chart. I can do quick notes from meetings. I can follow up on all these things. And I just date each one individually and just go through and be able to flip through because I can use both sides of the page. I'm not wasting anything. And each page is perforated so I can pull them out, archive them if I need to, what have you. And I know I don't have to worry about the quality. Like, so Sounds great. I'm, I'm geeking out over a notebook, but <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's the little things, man. Like I'm telling you right now, it, if I've learned anything during this pandemic, especially being out of work like I was, is yeah. the little things matter. Like do something for yourself. For the longest time, it was Field Notes books. I love these things. It's, field Notes is like, great. I, I'm, I'm a notebook junkie. Like there are, there are a couple things that I really geek out about. Notebooks, backpacks, 
and pen and uh, sorry, sneakers. Pens I'm pretty good on, but I love the Fisher Space pen. But and sneakers. Like I'm I'm a junkie about that crap. Like I love it. Hell the yeah. uglier the sneaker, the better. I really want those sweet ones with the fucking wings <laughs> on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fins, big like fifties, sixties fins on 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 your on your Just, feet. Yeah, yeah. Like I I, I want it to look like a 1950s land yacht. Like, just <laughs> big fucking fins and, like, turquoise and white. And, like, <laughs> I, I want some goddamn piping on the side of the thing. Like, just, yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you, man? What you geeking out about? Uh, so, I hate Procreate. Um, <laughs> everyone there I know. There are so many artists right now who you are hurting. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, but Procreate's the best. I'm like, bruh, nuh-uh, nuh-fucking-uh. When you draw with it, it feels like you're drawing with weird loopy rubber band things. Like when you ink with with Procreate, I'll I'll ink a line, and then the line will go bloop, and then it'll like lag, and it feels like I'm I'm doing cross-stitch when I'm inking in some some respects. Interesting. Out of curiosity, do you have... Like a like a cover on, or like a layer on, over yes. top of your iPad. Yes, yes. I've yes. got okay. I've got everything that everyone says you should do, and it's okay. You know, fuck all of you. Um, <laughs> I I've got Pro I've got um, Clip Studio on the iPad. I've got Sketchbook Pro on the iPad. I have Fresco on the iPad. There, I've got everything on the fucking iPad. I just fuck you. I have it all. Um, the, the one thing that Procreate does better than all of them is it records your strokes. And then you yep. can now put that as um, a, a video. And I yeah, like a process that, video. Yeah, process video. I use that for the video I did on like the, the business of comics. I did like the visual note-taking thing. And so I did 24 frames or 24 images, exported that out as videos, and then timed it with the voiceover. So that, that, was, that was pretty useful. So Toku Timber is coming up. I just made the prompts for Toku Timber, sent them all out. And because I'm working on everything, I, I need to get a jump on it. So I've been using, I've been forcing myself to use this goddamn fucking program that I fucking hate um, because the videos, the process videos are pretty cool. And when you upload them, it, it, people are like, oh, wow, look at all that shit you did. And I'm like, yeah, look at all that shit I did with this fucking program that I fucking hate. Um, so it's not any better. Uh, using it for like <laughs> uh, everything I hate about it, I still hate about it. Okay, um, I I do not understand why people love it so much. Maybe because it's easy to understand and it's made for mobile and it does all these nice things. The blending on it sucks. Like when you're when you're using like a, a paint gouache brush or whatever, and and you're trying to make it like blend like it does in Clip Studio, it's not good. Um, yeah, I got I, a. New, yeah, I got a new brush pack. Like the the smudge tools, th- those are not good. The inking tools, those are not good. The pencils, they're fine. Pencils are fine, whatever. But like all the things that I use for for real work, no bueno. I don't know why people like it so much. Brandon, yeah, I I know Nicole has has definitely talked about going out and, and I know she's went out and got a lot of different brush packs and stuff like that and, and inking packs. So to my understanding, what comes with it stock isn't as robust as it needs to be for an artist but i know she swears by it so i i don't know tattoo artist swears by it like everyone i know loves procreate 
when we were at San Diego Comic Con, the artists next to us, they, they, um, Lar and uh, Somer, yeah, yeah, Lar de Souza and Somer, they hired a caricature artist uh, to share a booth space. Um, and so she was doing all the stuff in Procreate and she loved it. And I was like, you know, do you feel like it, it's all Lincoln? link? And she's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So maybe it's just me. Maybe I am the I, one I, person <clears throat> who fucking hates this program, <clears throat> <clears throat> which is possible. But yeah, you should, it's you your should Tom Hanks. It. You should get it. It's cheap as shit. It's like seven bucks. Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. And the, the recording function alone is worth it because to record a session on your computer, you have to get all this capture software. If you want to capture a session in Fresca, which is Adobe's version of a, a drawing program, Fresca does it, but the output sucks and it's all grainy and it's all bobo and it's all terrible. The other way you could do it is do a screen video on your iPad, which is nice, but then you have to export this huge ass file over and then transfer it to something else that you can edit. So Procreate, the best feature of Procreate is its, it, its recording capability. Everything else sucks. Inking is better in clips. Paint is better in clips. Paint is better in Photoshop. Pencil tools are better in Sketchbook Pro. The, the, the painting and blending is better in Sketchbook, and Sketchbook is fucking free. Get Sketchbook too. Get Procreate. Get Sketchbook. Sketchbook is great. You could do like real painterly stuff. You could do like, you know, the Chip Foose uh, car illustrations that he does. Yeah, the Foose fade. I've seen a lot of industrial designers use Sketchbook Pro to do like real amazing car illustrations, vehicle illustrations, things like that. Um, <clears throat> the common writer I did a couple of weeks ago, I did that in, in Sketchbook Pro. So like it's very powerful. But like fucking procreate, man. I, I must be the only person who hates it. I must be because everyone else. I'm, is I'm like, telling you, it's the it's, greatest thing I've ever used. I'm like, it's it's your Tom Hanks of software. Yeah, it it fucking is. It fucking is. I wish I could tell you differently. I wish I could tell you that it was the best thing on the <laughs> iPad. I wish I could tell you that if you if you want to do like real amazing stuff, that procreate is the only thing you need. And it might be for you, but for me, it's like, uh, it's like pulling teeth. I fucking hate it. I'm going to be using it for the entire month of Toku Timber. I can tell you now, I will still hate it after. Maybe this new brush pack that I bought off of this guy for 20 bucks will help. But I shouldn't have to sue. I shouldn't have to. I didn't buy a car. Procreate is not a car. I don't have to go out and gas up. Like, I buy a car. I know I have to put gas in it. Well, I know I have to change the oil. I know I have to clean the thing. I buy a piece of software. I want it to work. Whoa, time out. How much do you pay a month for the Adobe package? Uh, I, th I don't know. It's like 20 bucks. A, no, 25. I don't know. I have the teacher discount. That shit right. just works. But what, I'm, but what I'm getting at is you are paying monthly for software that is far more annually then you would pay for procreate so the idea of you spending seven dollars on the app and twenty dollars on brushes over 12 months fuck off like don't give me that shit. what, what i'm so saying is <clears throat> what i'm saying is if i buy an art program outright it should work i shouldn't have to like i should be able to use the default bullshit in your program to do the work that i need to do i shouldn't have to go out to outside vendors and beg them to design this thing. I, I shouldn't have to relearn how to do a thing just to make your piece of software work. If I'm working in clips, 
I don't have to relearn how to edit brushes in order to get the look I want. I can go into their default settings, grab this, use it. If I use clips, it's, if, I, if I use um, Sketchbook, it's free. I don't have to go outside this program to, to get tools that I need to use. If I use Procreate, the default set fucking sucks. I have to go to like 15 different people, ask them 20,000 different questions to, to figure out how to make this work. And it's cheap as shit, so I don't mind, but this is not the way it's supposed to be. I should not have to relearn how to do things in order to use a piece of software. All right, that's fine. As a, prof as a professional artist, as someone who gets paid to do this for a living, like, if you get a guitar, unless it's in a different tuning, you can play the guitar. You don't need to, like, go to a guitar tech and have them teach you how to do a finger for like a E sus 12 chord. You should fucking be able to pick up anything and just use it. And that's the way I look at all the software stuff. If I, if I can't pick it up and just use it with the default set, fuck you. Now, if I wanna go off beyond that and do very specific things and then pay for stuff, I have no problem with that. No problem whatsoever. But if I can't get the results out of your default pack, that gets in my way. And that, that's, that's a, that's a blocker and if for some reason everything exploded and procreate was the only piece of software that i could use for a project that's that's a huge blocker it's a huge detriment and it's very specific and it's very specific for me but my feeling is if i'm paying for something outright I, I, default stuff i should just be able to use it i should just be able to use it like i should just be able to use it <laughs> and that is my yeah, rant that is my rant for tonight, and I am the only person, I have yet to find anyone online who hates this program as much as I do. <laughs> and I'm still using it, so fuck me, who cares? Doesn't matter, <laughs> use whatever works. Um, okay, Brandon. Uh, last week, we mentioned that you were thinking about uh, recasting the Avengers as the Muppets, or the, the Muppet Show as the Avengers, something, something with Muppets and the Avengers. Okay, yeah. Um, are, are we doing this on the fly? We're doing this on the fly. My question is, what are, right. our, what are our parameters? Are we talking the, the movie Avengers? Which movie? Yeah, I, I think we have to be talking about MCU Avengers, right? Yes, okay. Yeah. We're talking about a movie. So let's go, let's go down mm. the list. So Cap, Thor. Thor. Hulk. Hulk. Iron Man. Iron Man. Uh, Widow. Widow. Hawkeye. Um, so that's, that's from the first movie. Do we include... Uh, yeah, shit, I think so. We, Falcon. Falcon. Do we include... Uh, uh, let's see. Vision. Rhodes. Panther. Uh, Jim. Uh, Rhodey. Spider-Man. Rhodey. War Machine. Um, yeah, we can do Machine. Why don't we do that? Because that covers <clears throat> basically the big airport fight, right? Am I missing somebody? Oh, um, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, right. And uh, do we care about uh, Quicksilver? <laughs> um, 
Well, he here's the 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 barometer I'm taking is that big airport fight. We need oh, okay, a, okay, him. okay, okay. Uh, oh, Ant Man. Then we need an Ant Man. Yeah. Because uh, I think Quicksilver was dead. Yeah, Quicksilver point. was dead by that point. Okay, so let's let's get into it right out of the gate. So I think this is pretty straightforward. So Muppets. Um, let's see. Muppets characters. So all I did was Google the Muppets characters just to show who we got, right? So yeah. let's cover a couple right out of the gate. I think without a question, Cap is Sam the Eagle. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> all right, cool. So, all right, got that out of the thing. Um, Hulk, or sorry, uh, Thor. Um, I'm going through here. I think the best one, though, is a nice mix of, like, stoic and capable, looks great in a cape, and definitely from another land, Gonzo. <laughs> Gonzo is Thor, yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Hulk, uh, fight me, it's Sweetums. Sweetums, yeah, I was hoping Sweetums would make the list here. All right, cool. So we got that out of the case. All right. Iron Man. I'm looking for somebody who's kind of the anti-hero, would definitely need a suit, likes to throw a lot of one-liners. I'm thinking Fozzie. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take your laughter as, as a good one. Um, I think Black Widow with that question is, is Miss Piggy. Yeah. She's the strongest female character in The Muppet. She's the strongest female character in the, in the MCU. Like, yeah. just makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Hawkeye. So, this is kind of a tough one for me, but I think as far as you want to have somebody who's great in a clutch, it's going to be a lot of fun, and is going to have a real shining moment that you don't expect, and I'm looking at you, Swedish chef. You think, you think the Borky Bork as Hawkeye? Imagine, mm. if you will, right? The scene in Thor, the first one, right? Mm -hmm. Where Gonzo is in the rain trying to pull Mjolnir out, right? And you see, right, Hawkeye, you go, Right. That scene right there, right there. Or him on top of like a building shooting aliens in Manhattan. Yeah. Or God forbid, wait, fuck, we got to do one more. Loki needs to be on this list. All oh, right. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, like imagine, you know, we, we get the, uh, by the way, um, um, what is it? Um, Peter Sarsgaard is still Peter Sarsgaard. So when oh, yeah. Loki ends up kidnapping and brainwashing um, <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard and the Swedish chef. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's it's. Perfect. I'm telling you right now. Like I'm, I love I'm it. I love it. About this. <laughs> I okay. love that. So I'm gonna have okay. to draw all these at some point. All right. Um, Falcon. What are you thinking? Mm. Does well. Okay. Does Grover count as a Muppet, or that's Sesame Street? That's that's Sesame, Sesame Street. But I would I would count all of the Sesame Street stuff because there's a real question about whether or not Bert and Ernie make it in here. Um, so the guys that I'm looking at who are still on the like Muppets cast list, uh -huh. we've got Kermit, but I'm looking at Kermit probably for Ant-Man. You wouldn't put Kermit as Cap? 
because Kermit seems like like no, the leader, no. the leader type. No, 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 <clears throat> no. I'm sorry, Kermit's too soft. He's a sweet guy. He's fun. He's lovable. He is not expected to be kind of the hero, and he's meant to be kind of a weird guy. And mm. what I need have to be is stoic and steady and even keeled and a fish out of water in every scenario that he is. Yeah, that's and true. I think Sam the Eagle is actually the best because when you look at most scenes, Cap is not really the star. He's the glue. Yeah, yeah. You know, I when you're that. looking at, at you know, Sweetums, by the way, uh, Banner and Hulk, Sweetums literally just lightly painted green. Full on <laughs> old school 70s style. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Right. How many PhDs does this By the way, and there's no conversation about it. It's literally like he starts to hook up and someone just runs up, hits him <laughs> like Jack Black, just rattle cans him. And then he just goes, ha! I'm always angry. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> just, right, yeah. And like they're in Manhattan and like the rest of the Avengers are going to do something. All you hear is, guys, wait up. Don't leave me. And just him <laughs> fucking running through Manhattan. That's God, that'd be great. Anyway, be great. <laughs> yeah. What, what I want is a slightly green 25 foot Sweetums. Like more than yeah. anything, you cannot comprehend. Okay. So, what a, so, okay. So then you, the question is so, right. So we've got a couple characters here that. Kermit could be. Now, there's an argument to be had. So we've got a couple guys. By the way, something we missed is um, Soldier, Winter Soldier. Oh, shit. Right, right, right. Bucky. <laughs> now, there's, there's an argument to be had. We turn Kermit into Bucky. Oh, that would be dark. That would be interesting. I was thinking animal for... For Winter Soldier, just, ah. the, the idea of <laughs> Sam Eagle and Animal being best friends, and us being able to have to go through this whole thing. Uh, like, uh, ima- okay, so imagine after tiny Sam report. Eagle. Ah. Yeah, when like imagine like Captain America: The First Avenger, right? Yeah. Sam the Eagle, way undersized. Animal walking up, right? Going, ah, Sam, woman, club, woman. <laughs> Just... Okay, you sold me. I uh, can do this all night. Soldier. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, oh. God damn it. Hello, Peggy. Okay, so. <laughs> um, okay, so Falcon. Hmm. So what we've got left, like we've got a couple guys. Um, we've got Bunsen Scooter, and Baker. We've Bunsen got Scooter. I'm thinking Scooter for Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooter for Vision. I like that. Um, Jan- Janice is Scarlet Witch. <laughs> wait, Janice, Janice is who? Scarlet Witch. Okay. I'm good with uh, that. There's so few female characters. Both. <laughs> you know, honestly, ironically, both Disney properties, both a lack of strong female characters. So hey, we're in a, Vision, we're... what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, chill. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that's so good. 
You remember me? So- you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we've got a couple guys left here. Um, Rolf uh, as, uh, as Eagle? Uh, uh, Falcon? Rolf, maybe? Or Rolf as War Rolf Machine? as Falcon? Rolf as Falcon? I think Rolf as Falcon is pretty good because that Rolf means be that Falcon. in the back of the car, we're going to end up having Falcon. We're going to have Rolf and Animal. <laughs> and Animal. <laughs> <laughs> and then nodding at Sam like, Ah. Hey, ah, ah. <laughs> Why am I? Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm here for this. All right. So we've got a couple of them. Um, this I, I'm I'm staring down Beaker, and I'm really starting to think one of two things. I want Beaker as a main character, and I'm thinking either Spider Man or Loki. Beaker as Loki. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Yeah. Yeah. Just right. Because by the way, Merkin. that means that Beaker and Gonzo are brothers and we're going to get some great rapport with the two of them. <laughs> Ragnarok is going to be so amazing. Ragnarok is going to be so good. Okay. So we've got a couple guys left here, right? So we've got, um, you know, how would you feel about Rizzo the Rat being Hank Pym as Ant-Man? <laughs> so we literally make the smallest guy the largest character, potentially. Yeah, I like that. Rizzo, Rizzo okay. has that, that... Rizzo feels like a... Rizzo, Rizzo and... Uh, what's his name? Um, Ant-Man. What's the character's name? I don't know. Hank Pym? Or no, no, not, not Scott, 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 Scott Lang. I can't remember. Scott something. Yeah, Scott Rizzo Lang, thank and, you. Rizzo and Scott Lang seem like they could be interchangeable almost. They really do. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so we've got three other characters that we have not cast yet. Black Panther, War Machine, and Spider-Man. Mm. So I'm looking at this. Now, we've got an interesting thing that we... We did not pick uh, Waldorf or Statler, but I would wonder if we have both Waldorf and Statler play Robert Redford's character as one. <laughs> like, because yeah. there's part of me that wants that, and then there's part of me that wants to have a moment where there's a room where Robert Redford is delivering lines to Sam Jackson, Sam the Eagle. <laughs> and Miss Piggy. And that feels real right to me. Yeah. <laughs> that does feel really good. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm trying to see what we've got here. So we've got a couple different guys. We've got... Um, I'm wondering where we're at here. So we've got... We do have all of Sesame Street that we could dig from. Um, mm-hmm. We've got the newsman. We've got Camilla the Chicken. Um, we've got Floyd, we've got Zeus, um, Camilla, Camilla we've got Pepe, the King Pots. Prawn. Oh, it's the King Prawn. Yeah. Um, Pepe might be an interesting one for War Machine. <laughs> hey man, get out of the kill box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, let me see if there's some, we're looking at, uh, Sesame Street characters here. 
Um, because I'm wondering if we hit the generic one and go, yeah, Elmo's Spider-Man. Mm. Mm. And I, think I find Elmo machine. to be... Fuck, I just figured it out. War Machine is Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, I think Oscar could be a very good War Machine. He's already in metal armor. We literally just duct tape a Nerf gun to the side of his trash can <laughs> and send him out there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like that a lot. Um, okay, so single-minded character, really lovable, great one-liners, has an amazing understanding of technology, Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster as... Um, he is Black Panther. Cookie Monster as Black Panther. I like that. Could we do, could we do Prairie Dawn as uh, Spider-Man? Because <laughs> 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 she's, she's really tiny. She always feels like a fish out of water. She has low self-esteem. So like the, the big guys coming to ask her to be Spider-Man would be really, really cute. <laughs> I... I, it is very cute. There is part of me that would either want to make Tully Spider-Man or go really wrong casting because the visual would be great of having Big Bird be (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. (laughs) Just Big Bird, like, web-slinging through town and shit. Like, because imagine Big Bird doing the superhero land on top of the car, but it looking <laughs> really fucking dramatic. Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, and then um, uh, Eagle saying, where are you from, kid? I'm from Sesame Street. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just hear, wah, wah, right. Wah, wah. right. Hear, hearing Fozzie go, underoos, wow! <laughs> and just seeing fucking Big Bird make his way down. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's shit. perfect. Oh, we need we need a voice cast to do that scene now. That big battle. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to recap, here's where we're at: Captain America, played by Sam the Eagle; mm. Thor, played by Gonzo; Hulk, played by Sweetums; Iron Man, played by Fozzie; Black Widow, played by Miss Piggy. Uh, Hawkeye, played by the Swedish chef. Falcon, played by Rolf. Um, Vision, played by Scooter. Black Panther, played by Cookie Monster. Spider-Man, played by Big Bird. Uh, War Machine, by Oscar the Grouch. Uh, Scarlet Witch, by Janet. Uh, Ant-Man, by Rizzo. Loki, played by Beaker. And finally, the Winter Soldier is Animal. Yes. Phase six is looking really good. Like, we make this phase six, we don't change another thing, we cast the rest of the movies exactly as they are, we just let them all take a break, and frankly, (laughs) like, I have to believe if you told Chris Evans, hey, we need you to sit back for a little bit, Sam's going to take a few scenes, he'd be like, all right, soldier, continue on, and would do him proud without question. (laughs) God, that's going to be so good. Oh, I got to, we got to figure out how to make this. (laughs) <laughs> we gotta, uh, we gotta need. There's like, we gotta get that deep fake technology where you input someone's voice so you can get them to say the lines. 
and like I need <laughs> I need Fozzy saying I need that I need that line. Underoos, <laughs> ah, ah, just this, yeah. I I need that. I uh, genuinely what I need is the scene in the back of the car when they're in the airport hangar and it's Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier just like staring down they're like ah? and you just see Rolf of an animal and just the two of them like you look back and you see them through the car going ah, ha, 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 ha. like I want that so much like I want that I want Sweetums wandering his way through New York still looking lost the whole time like Jamie Noguchi there would be a scene in Avengers Tower where Sweetums would grab um, beaker by the foot and the noise he would make as he crashed into the floor over and over again I would only be described as a three-year-old fired up on pixie sticks hitting one of those squeaky hammers against the floor like there's no fucking tomorrow would genuinely pay double full price for that like goddamn. Oh. That that's the movie that brings people back to the theaters. Yeah, that's it. That, that's, that's how you how reopen you, the theaters. That's how you reopen the theaters. Yeah, <laughs> recast. Them. And 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 Jamie, here's how we're gonna do it. The Muppets take Asgard. <laughs> Gonzo shows up to New York. Come to find out, they found another Asgard. The way that the time splits. He's able to bring an Asgard from another dimension that has the rest of the dimension has fallen apart and he's able to bring it into our dimension. And Gonzo is going to save his home world, but he has to talk the rest of the Avengers into getting into it. Uh, I, By the I way, the Guardians it. of the Galaxy are not going to be recast. They're exactly as they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love all if, of this. If anything, we put Bradley Cooper in just raccoon face paint. <laughs> and he's just, the only one who notices the difference. a little bit of, of like black on the nose and some whiskers and that's it. The yeah. rest of the suit's exactly the same. Yeah. And he's the only one who's like, does anyone think this is kind of weird? <laughs> but, oh, no, no, no. Please understand. I'm also, I want Vin Diesel to just have some sticks taped to him. <laughs> Fabler, I mean Groot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because imagine Vin Diesel staring at Batista, staring back at him, staring back at him, and Batista going, you can't see me. <laughs> and just like... like the, the visual of Vin Diesel with just some branches taped to his bald head is so good to me. It's it's worth going back to the theaters for. I it, there's it it's really just is. I yeah I'm there I'm 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 there opening night I'm buying a block of tickets I'm renting out a theater to watch this. That's it. Yep. We've saved we movies. We've saved movies. Jamie, well, not only have we saved the movies, we did the longest cold intro we've ever done, and uh, I think we peaked. So it's time to buy <laughs> that camera equipment. We got to shut this motherfucker down. <laughs> Uh, Buy these computers. Brandon Chalmers, where can people find you? 
You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you? Uh, Jamie Noguchi on Insta, Angry Zen Master on Twitter, and wherever you find this fine, lovely podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, awesome. I, re- I really want to see that movie now. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Be excellent to each other. Wear a mask. Peace. Yes, Kermit is Agent Coulson, which means, by the way, for all you Muppet nerds out there, we're going to fucking kill Kermit, and I'm not (laughs) mad about it. We're going to kill him. We're going to shoot him right in the stomach. Fuck that frog. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? There's like two. There's the one where we ask about rainbows, and the other one where we talk about being fucking over rainbows, which, by the way, I am, because we keep talking about them. You hear me, Kermit? That's right. You hear me. I'm calling you out. By the way, Jim Henson died for a fucking lie. Tell him, Seuss. That's right. (laughs) Okay, bye for real now. (laughs) Bye, okay.